for SEN America. This is the SEN NFL Podcast. Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast, the lighter look at the NFL. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Sitting across the desk from me is my co-host, James Arthur. G'day, mate. How are you, Richard? Outstanding. Coming up on today's podcast, we'll hit on all the latest news. We'll dive into Camp Crunch, including a review of the first round of preseason games. And we'll take a quick look at Hard Knocks at the end, or what I'm now referring to as the JJ Watt Show. It's our 10th podcast, and I've only got one thing to, ja- one thing to say, James, is that you and I are lucky champions. Let's get over to the newsroom. It's time to go into the newsroom on the SEN NFL podcast. Okay, not a heap of news because we're going to touch on a lot of things during Camp Crunch. But off the top, Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton signs a new five-year, $65 million extension with $39 million in guarantees. That's a pretty big deal for T.Y. Hilton. Well, it's the same deal, basically the same deal Des Bryant and Demarius Thomas got. Personally, I think you're overpaying for him, but at this point, what do you do when you have a good play? you just got to pay him these days. Salary cap's getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year, so this is what's going to happen. Um, I think it will come back to bite them, that, that amount of money, because I don't think he's a he's going to have five years of the production. He's, having, he's only had one really good year of production. He had a pretty good year the year before that as well. He only had just over 1,000 yards the year before. When you think about it, though, someone like... Hilton, he's not in the the grade with those other guys, no. I don't think. But he will be with them for five years, and he'll put out decent production, I think, for those five years. Exactly. Basically, they're locking up their guy that they want around to build around the offense. You can bring in guys like Andre Johnson, Philip Dorsett, to build yep. around guys like that. And that's what they're doing. They don't always have to be the big six-foot-four outside receivers that you build around. You know, he's a small inside guy. He does a great job of getting separation. You know, I, I just don't think... I think you'll find he won't play out the fourth and fifth year of that contract, but that's why all the money's up front. The guarantees are there. They cut him in the back end. They've still done all right from it. Speaking of extensions, we head down to San Diego. Philip Rivers signs a four-year extension worth $84 million with $65 million in guarantees. Is that now the highest guaranteed contract? No, it's the highest. So there's a three or four quarterbacks higher than him but he is the highest paid player in NFL history to never win a Super Bowl. That's the that's the main stat I got out of it. It's a pretty impressive deal. It's a really odd deal for me because remember in the preseason, it was all about they were going to trade him for Mariota. Yeah, he was going to be traded to Tennessee. Tennessee were going to trade the number two pick yeah. to San Diego and they were going to take and Mariota. He didn't, he didn't want to relocate. Does that mean that you know he knows that they're not relocating now? They're, he also I, I has, a no, has a no-trade clause in his contract as well. It's, um, you know, I said quarterbacks do not, like him especially, do not come around very often. You know, the only problem I've ever had with Philip Rivers is being a Cowboys fan, Tony Romo cops a ton of flack for never winning a Super Bowl where he's had a much better team than the Cowboys did in those years. Remember the LT years when they were very good? Yeah, those early years with Gates and LT when they yeah. were young and fine. They were some really good San and Diego he, teams. he doesn't cop nearly the same amount of flack as Tony Romo, but you know what? He's a pretty good quarterback and they don't come around when when you have them, you keep them. It's that simple. You'd still have him as a top ten quarterback, wouldn't you? Oh, well and truly, I'd probably yeah. I'd have him top five. Yeah, yep. and and that's the thing. These guys, you can't pick them up out of the draft. No. You look at Winston and Mariota, who had mixed games on the weekend. Yep, you don't just pick up Philip Rivers off the street. Guys like that don't become available. No, not not very often. So I think it's you know you've got you've got to keep those guys. And quarterback money is quarterback money. You're all paying the same. Yep. 
Couldn't agree more. Uh, Chris Johnson has agreed to a one-year deal with the Arizona Cardinals. They're looking to bolster their running game, and he's looking to get paid because he was out of the league. I don't think he'll make the team. Yeah, personal. I think so. Signing him now, league minimum? No, nah, I don't think he'll make League minimum means nothing. They can cut him in a heartbeat. He's a similar player to Andre Allington. I think what they're doing is handcuffing him to Allington. Well, why bring him in then if he's not going to make the team now? Because there's only a few weeks left well, to camp. Allington's a bit banged up. So so you think he's really there just for camp and he won't make that roster? No, I think he's there if Allington doesn't get himself healthy by the start of the season, then he won't be there. If Allington's still got, like he always does, niggling injuries and whatnot, he's basically the older version of Andre Allington. So I think that's what, what he's there for. I just don't know the point of keeping him on your roster. He's not. He's a bit of trouble. He's always mouthing off and he always wants the ball and he's not really... He's very much past it. He had some really good years in Tennessee. Well, he was all about speed. Yeah. Out of Eastern Carolina, sorry, East Carolina, he was all speed. He, he, he was almost, not unknown, but he was pretty low on the radar. Then he came into the combine, ran that incredible 40 time. Yeah. Everyone's like, holy cow, who's this guy? Yeah. And, and he's in a very small group of players that have 2,000 yards in their career. Sorry, in a season. So, yeah. you know, I just don't think, I think he's past it, but he'll probably ride another year there. We'll see what happens. All right, leaving the newsroom, getting over to the other studio, getting into Camp Crunch. What's happening in training camp this week? This is Camp Crunch. Well, the number one thing that's happening in training camp this week is the games have finally started. We're starting with Falcons and Titans. Falcons take the win 31-24. Not that anyone cares, the score doesn't matter. What did you take out of the game? Look, Matt Ryan looked fantastic. Six for six for 86 yards and a touchdown in only one series on the same series, Julio Jones four catches for 61 yards and that touchdown. He's basically the only guy who threw it to. Yeah, they looked absolutely dynamite. So, you know, who, who knows? Uh, Marcus Mariota, there was a lot of, he copped a lot of flack saying, you know, he threw a pick on his second pass and whatnot. I actually There's watched... A screen. Yeah, I watched the game. The running back doesn't turn for the ball on a screen pass and the O-line doesn't pick up the guy who picks it off. It's just an unlucky play. And then on, on the fumble, he's stripped by a defensive tackle where the guard just gets blown up and lets him through. Mario is about to throw the ball, and he just flicks it out the back of his hand. It's not really his help. Other than that, he then came back on the next series after two turnovers, one giving up a touchdown, went 5 for 5 for 78, 78 yards, and had an awesome flare out down the sideline to his running back with great touch. I think he looked really sharp. Uh, I agree, but I think the biggest problem with it is stuff like that's going to happen to him playing for these guys. Yep. Their line isn't that good. No, they're going to miss blocks. He will get blown up in the backfield. Look, it's going to be a long year for Mariota with all rookies. Sixteen games and it's a win. Exactly. And they'll win more than they did last year if he plays sixteen games. I, I don't agree. think there's 100%. any way about that. He's a good player. Saints twenty-seven, Ravens thirty-one. Yeah, look, Flacco and backup Matt Schwab looked great on the first two series. They scored comfortably. Um, running back Talafiero looked really good. Played the whole first half. You know, he could really look to challenge for set. Um, but the Saints starters looked really bad. I think the whole, they look sloppy all they day. They didn't have Breeze, though. He's a big part of that offense. But, yeah, even defensively, they didn't look good. Guys were making a lot of mistakes. First two drives, three or four blown plays. I'm not feeling good about my... Yeah, and, of course, it's, it's overreaction week. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't feel as good about my they're going to take out the uh, the no. division <laughs> prediction like, Drew anymore. Drew Breeze is going to have to carry that team. And I just don't think he can. Uh, the Sucker Punch Jets, three. The Detroit Lions, 23. Yeah, look, the one guy you want to look at from this game, Amir Abdullah. 
Man, he looked lightning in a bottle. Did he's you hear some of the comments? Like, oh, oh, he's as fast as Barry Sanders. Hey, uh, let, let's pump, let's pump the brakes a bit here. Okay. Let's had, just slow he's down had a little. One bit. good preseason game. Like he's not, he's no Jared Haynes. Let's just relax. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, look, he looked really good, but man, the Jets looked terrible. They gave up two touchdowns on the opening drives with their starters in, and by starters I mean Revis, uh, Cromarty, their defense. Well, they both line. Got, had passes thrown yeah, on them straight they, out of the gate. They looked. Pretty average. Again, it's a preseason game, and who knows? But it could be a real turmoil year for them with the stuff that's happened to the Jets already. It could end up being a really bad year for them. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be a Jets fan. In a tough division. Yeah, wouldn't want to be a Jets fan. Uh, my pick for this one of this year's Super Bowl teams: Packers twenty-two versus last year's winners, the Patriots eleven. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo did not look good. He looked very comfy, did he? Brady played the first series. They went three and out. Oh, they might have got one first down. Nothing major. And then he played the whole game after that. Um, you surprised how much Rogers played? I was, actually. Yeah, he, went, he actually went way deeper than I thought he would. I actually looked back, though, on a couple of games, the last couple of years, preseason games. He tends to do that in the first game. He's one of those guys that likes being in there because he knows how to not get hit. They're pretty mm. comfortable with him. But, man, the... Pat should have some real concerns if if that suspension doesn't get dropped. Garoppolo looked bad. Yeah. Really bad. Well, and I think Rogers is making their D look pretty ordinary too. Yeah. Well, they've got no defensive backs. They have literally, like, I know Malcolm Butler made a great play in the Super Bowl, but one play does not make a career. No. Uh, and you know what? I'm rooting for a guy like that because I hate it when you see a guy, you know, like David Tyree was Tyree, it. Tyree, yeah. He takes one awesome play and that's all you ever hear from him. I Never hope played Malcolm, again. Yeah. I hope Malcolm Butler becomes a gun, but from what I saw, it's not looking positive for him. The Washington professional football team, 20, the Browns, 17. Johnny Football, my man. Yeah, he actually looked really good. I, I watched all of his uh, plays and watched, re-watched them a few times. Really poised. Scrambled a few times, but only when the, he had to. Yes, the in pocket the past, broken he'd down. just be scrambling for the sake of scrambling. But he'd bootleg out and be looking to find a pass, and basically did every time. Ran a touchdown from thirteen yards out, basically the middle of the line just opened up, and he took it. He quick, looked quick, smart. Yeah, decision. he looked quick when he exploded. Um, and I think it wasn't. He's always been quick, but last year he was second guessing his decision on that play. He just went, oh, "I'm going," and went, and he looked great. On a scale of one to ten, how bad was that drop by Garcon? Oh, man. And after watching Hard Knocks and seeing how mouthy that guy is, yeah, yeah it was terrible. As I said, like, Griffin... That was looked, a touchdown. Griffin, Griffin, Griffin okay. should have finished with 120 yards yep. and a touchdown. Yeah, he was four for eight for 36 yards, but a, a, it would have been a 48-yard touchdown was dropped. Makes his day look significantly better. Um, that was Griffin, woeful. Gr- that Gr- drop was terrible. Yeah, it was awful. He, he just he just spent it before he had it. Um, Griffin looked okay. Kirk Cousins looked better, though. I think he's better than half the backup quarterbacks and probably a few starting quarterbacks in this league. A few? He'd start for the Jets. He'd start for Bills. the Bills. He'd start for the Texans. Yep. Oh, I don't know. We'll get to Mallet. He played all right. But there, there are a few teams he could be at. But it's like they're obsessed with Robert Griffin. That's but- right. They, shouldn't, they should not have brought him back. I've said this so many times that RG3 should have had an, an, exp- an off-the-street experienced quarterback brought in to back him up. Yep. Draft a rookie and get those two out of there. It's well, such a distraction. Colt He's going to get benched for him. No, Colt that's because he is terrible. But yeah, I, I can seriously say Kirk Cousins will start games for the Redskins this year. Yes, there's no doubt in my RG3's mind. RG three is going to get benched again, and then he'll be out of Washington at the end of the year. Yeah, it's yeah, they're going to fall apart. Yeah, uh, Miami ten, the Bears twenty seven. 
Jimmy Clawson actually looked all right. Yeah, he did. He looked really solid. Jay Cutler played the first the first two series and looked like Jay Cutler of last year. I know he looked like he didn't care. John, John Fox said last year that Cutler's back to the Jay of old. Uh, yeah, I, the Jay of not giving yeah, to he, you know he, what it must be the Jay of old because he <laughs> looked like he couldn't give a crap. Um, second year running back. Senorice Perry. Well done. It's a nice name. I like it. Had an electric 54-yard touchdown run. Looked really fast, but he's not going to. He's not going to take Matt Forte's spot. But you know, he looked For- like a good. Forte's a good one of the best all-round backs in the league. Absolutely. But what that gives you is someone who you can sub sub him in a bit. He looked really sharp, and you know, I like seeing young guys do well. Uh, your crappy Dallas Cowboys seven, San Diego Chargers seventeen. Yeah, Romo didn't play. Rivers only played one series. It really... I, I watched this game start to finish. It wasn't a good game I hope you watched all. it on Condensed, because it was awful. No, I watched it live, start to finish. Oh. It was a really uncomfortable game. That's how I would describe the way I felt watching that game. Uncomfortable. It was not great. Whedon was disgraceful. He's awful. I wrote terrible in our run, run sheet. That's not mean enough. He was disgraceful. <laughs> Third string, Justin Dustin Vaughan. Came in, looked really good, really sharp, quick in the pocket. Um, looked a lot more like Romo than Rand Whedon. He had, you know, that Romo's got that ability just to lose, lose guys it's in, good the, in pocket the pocket and move yeah. around. Not necessarily a scrambler. Uh, yeah, I, I think you'll find Whedon won't make the team. Uh, How's our mate uh, Hornsey? How'd he Hornsey go? Hornsey had five punts for twenty nine yards. Uh, in saying that though, Jones, the other punter, only had one punt for thirty five yards. What do you think they were trying to achieve? I don't know. I don't know they whether must they have a good look at. I don't know whether Hornsey? that's a good thing or not. I just can't work it out. Last week he had more, way more punts than Jones. Is it saying, yeah, we know what we've got with Jones. Let's really see what we got, what got with the devil. God, I, I hope he gets in the team. I'm not sure. I know this is a question without notice. Did you see who held the extra point? It wasn't Tom. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I don't think he's done that before. Well, um, but but Jones doesn't do it either. Oh, so backup QBs. Are yeah, it's, doing it's, it. I think it's normally. Whedon, I think. Don't hold me to that. I'll, I'll, I'll look for that next week, though. Well, obviously, um, we're rooting for, for our man. Oh, yeah, absolutely we are. Uh, Panthers 25, Buffalo 24. Really good game of football. I watched this one start to finish as well. Really enjoyable. First take, you notice, Devin Funches and Calvin Benjamin are big. Yeah, they're big dudes. They There was a couple Funches of throws. Funches is massive. Oh, he, I reckon he's bigger than Benjamin. He plays bigger than Benjamin. Yep. But the touchdown catch... Um, Benjamin got a little fade route. He literally just took two steps and turned, and Newton just threw it up in the air, and he jumped half a body above his cornerback. There was no way they could stop it. A couple of bad throws by Cam Newton made look really good by those guys. Yeah, I think they're a really good one-two receiver. Uh, Manuel Castle and Taylor all looked okay. Manuel Good. threw the ball the best. He really did. He threw the ball best, but man. He's so slow to react. He's so slow with handoffs. Just the offense looks stagnant with him in there. One of the offensive coordinator quoted, he looked like an old man out there. Yeah, I wonder if he actually realizes what's happening. I don't think he does. Like, when he gets the play call and gives it to everybody, do you reckon he actually knows what the play is? I'm not sure. Because sometimes looks he breaks a huddle and I just think he always turns around looks for the running back and he goes, oh, there he is, Yeah, and goes over there and gives it exactly. to him. Exactly. It's it like he doesn't really know slow. where it's going. I definitely think it's, it's, a, it's a two-horse race there between Taylor and Cassell, and it's Cassell's job to, to lose. But, man, Taylor looked electric on the ground, and sexy Rexy, what does he like? Uh, ground and pound, baby. Yeah. Ground and if, pound. If that adds another wrinkle to their running game, it's his chance. And you know what? He didn't look that much worse than Cassell throwing it. He had trouble throwing it deep. He missed a couple of deep balls. 
but Cassell didn't throw it deep, so how do you compare them? Yeah, uh, look, it was anything game to watch, 25-24. It was a really good that's game. A, that's it was always really, good fun. All the backups played really hard. It was, it, was, it was good to watch. New York Giants 10, Bengals 23. Not much to take out of this nah, one. No, it was a really boring game to watch. The starting quarterbacks didn't play much. <laughs> the, the one guy I noticed in the first two couple of series, Tyler Eifert, the tight end, He's out of Notre Dame, I believe. Yeah, he's a, he's a Notre Dame college boy from the Bengals. Man, he is uncoverable. He's unbelievable. He just he's fast and he's big. I looked looked to him to have a huge. We've been hearing all camp how well he's been going, and he just proved it in the first preseason game. As I said, it's only a preseason game, but guys kind of jump out at you. He immediately jumped out and he blocked outstandingly. So. Look to him if he can stay healthy, which he hasn't the last couple of years, to have a really good year. Was I haven't seen this one. Was there anything from the Bengals running backs? Was it not nothing major? Giovanni or was it Jeremy Hill, Hill? Didn't play a lot. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, they're probably still looking. And Bernard had a couple of receptions. I think what you're going to find that it's, he's going to be a third down back. Bernard. I think the, the feature back is going to be Jeremy Hill. One of the other favourites for the. Super Bowl, making Super Bowl this year. Steelers 21, Jags 23. Um, if you if you don't want to watch this whole game, just watch Roethlisberger's first series. He looked pretty sharp. Oh, my God, he was sharp. Uh, and so did Le'Veon Bell. They both looked great. The knee, there was one play he got around the edge and he put it to the next the next, uh, the next next gear. His knee looked fine. So I think their their offense is going to be fantastic. Martavius Steel is going to be a really good. Yeah, Martavius Bryant got wide open on a, on, a, on a fade route, and Roethlisberger just dropped it in his basket. And Ryan Shazier looked. I know I said in the Hall of Fame game, he looked amazing. He's so fast. Blake Bortles also looked really good. So I wanted to ask: Is it Blake Bortles' third year or second year? Second year. It's he was a rookie last year. Yes. I was wrap, wrapping my brain for it before. I just couldn't think of it. Yeah, it's, he looked really good. So hopefully, he has a really good sophomore year. Wing and Berry had another even matchup, but what's what, what, what's our producer <laughs> Chris wanted, doing? Chris wanted to did, talk. Did you say wrapping your brain or racking your brain? Oh, I don't remember. Oh God, I hope you said wrapping. I'm pretty sure you just said wrapping your brain. <laughs> well, it's racking your brain. Okay, so at least you know that one. You wouldn't wrap your brain in anything. I wouldn't have thought so. Maybe I just didn't hear correctly. Do you well, hunker down or do you bunker down? <laughs> I'm not getting into this with you two. This is bullying. I, I don't okay? put anything past you now. You know what? This is workplace bullying. And it's I'm... only bullying if you get paid. Oh, okay, that's real good. Keep going then. <laughs> now, Wing and Berry, pretty even matchup. But again, Wing just had a couple of booming punts. And as, as you said last week, it's always hard to get out the incumbent. I think it was the incumbent I said at first. <laughs> does, does he... Does is does Barry not known for his powerful leg? Because God, Wing can just boom one. Wing's always been had the big leg with less hang time. He's definitely and Barry's cons- always he, got. He's, Barry's the good a lot hang more time. consistent, but man, when Wing gets onto one, yeah, it just it goes. Like the returner's running backwards to get to it, and that's the thing that always impresses coaches and scouts. They say, "Go, wow, look how far that went!" And yep. the consistent guy is dropping it on a dime every time. They go, "Oh, that, yep." That's good. Well, ooh, look at that long one. It's yeah. What one know. thing I will say for you know, if Hornsey doesn't make it at the Cowboys, and if Barry or Wing whoever misses out there, after watching some other punters, I think there is a there's a job for them. In they there. could be brought in because they're like, if Barry was competing with someone else, he'd be dominating. Like, there was a few guys I saw that just were terrible. So they they will get a job. They're all punting really well. It's just there's two guys in the same place punting yeah. well. Uh, the Two old LA teams, the Rams 3, Oakland 18. 
Tell me how good Amari looked. Oh, man, he's so awesome. How high is he going to go in our fantasy draft tonight, our keeper draft? Some did will take him in the first round. That's you, Fitzy. Sure. Yeah, Fitzy will take him. I hope he does. Um, yeah, Amari Cooper looked awesome. And Carr, man, that guy has an absolute cannon of an arm. Uh, he also ran a, an end around, which looked really quick. He's ultra fast. He actually reminded me, I don't know if you're going to agree with me or not, as a young T.O., purely in the way... Not the way he moves and catches. When he catches it, he doesn't get tackled. Every play that ended, it was with him pushing a guy until he ran out of bounds. Yeah, he never got brought to the ground. Even on a, he ran a, a hitch route on the first play, caught it clean, turned up field, knocked the corner over, took a safety and two linebackers to stop his feet moving for the play to end. With Amari Cooper having the ball thrown to him with Carr, uh, Raiders fans sitting there just with a bit of a smile on their face, thinking, "Could this be it?" Could this be the end of what we've had to endure for the last oh, God knows how long? Carr, this is what I'll say. They've got all the tools. Carr has got a cannon of an arm. Their offensive line is okay. It's not. It's definitely getting better. They've invested a lot of young Latavius in Murray there. looks quick too. And Latavius Murray is ultra fast on the edge. If they can just get something going, you know what you have with Carr and Cooper is if they if he gets a one-on-one downfield, one car can get it to him and Cooper can catch anything. I think it's a great it's a it's a great start to you know let's call it a resurgence of uh, of, of the Raiders. Also, Foles looked looked pretty solid from the Rams. But Long year for the Rams coming up though, you reckon? No, I think so. Yeah, they just don't like I said. Foles looked okay, but Tavon Austin took a short screen for forty eight yards or, or something like that. And other than that, everything was just short dump offs. Trey Mason looked he, he ran the ball hard, but other than that, there just wasn't anything exciting. Again, it is preseason games, but. Every other team kind of had something that stood out. They had nothing. Yeah, there wasn't much to look at. Denver, 22. Seattle, 20. Von Miller is a freak show. Oh, yeah. He's, go back and look at the second play of the game. Against the starting right tackle, he whips past Britt, I think his name is. I don't know what his first name is, but he whips past him to sack. Russell Wilson strips, strip sack. They recover it. Looked great. Peyton Manning didn't play. Um, he will play... Th- he'll one play the series th- the and the third. next one, he'll play the third one. Yeah. He won't even suit for the fourth. No. Um, Denver's O-line really struggled. They lost three starters in the offseason. Obviously, Orlando, Orlando Franklin, the left guard, has gone over to San Diego. Ramirez was on the draft day trade to... I'm having a mental blank where he went, but he's gone. He was a center. And Ryan Clady did his knee in the preseason. They're starting left tackles. So Denver, Denver on the way down, you reckon? I mean, uh, we'll talk full overreaction uh, Overreaction uh, week. I, d- I don't know, though, unless I can get that O-line going, but they're relying on a lot of new pe- Three out of your five guys, they're a lot. Of, that's a lot of new pieces for an O-line. Who did you have winning that division? You had KC, didn't you? Oh, I had KC. Yeah. I think I had them in Denver kind of yeah, toe and toe. Yeah, thereabouts. So. All right, my crappy buck, 16, Vikings, 26. Teddy actually looked pretty good. Yeah, he looked great again. And I dropped Teddy throws about last week. Turns out no one liked it, so I won't drop it again. I just wanted to apologise to all my fans out there. Um, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater looked great, though. Kyle Rudolph, great to see him going the way he's going. I hope he has a huge year because like, three or four, I think it was three years ago, he won the Pro Bowl MVP. Yep. He's a great tight end that was hit down by injuries. Really good to see him. Um, starting, starting to come good again. Winston struggled early, but recovered with a couple of good throws. It's what you're going to have with young quarterbacks. He had a couple of throws when he when he did it. a couple of plays. Where you were thinking, "What are you doing?" One play, he scrambled around for thirty seconds and then got hammered. Yeah, um, but he's you got to be smarter than the NFL because and their O line sucks. Yeah, when you, when you're playing for Florida State, 
opposite you, there might be one other NFL player yep, on the maybe, defense. Maybe. In the NFL, they're all NFL players. Yep. They're very, very good. Yeah, and you I, run around like that, and someone's going to crack you. Yeah, as I said, the, the other line were bad, but when he set his feet and threw the ball, oh, man, his arm. He's got a great arm and dead, deadly accurate when he had time, and he scrambled for a really good touchdown as well. Yeah, and in all the leading... Yeah, they say he can he can make all the NFL throws, whereas Mariota can't. It's one of the things I don't like, but he does have a good arm, and he will throw it down the field. The biggest thing for him is will his mistakes destroy you? Yeah, and I think the first year, I think they it's might. But you've got yeah. but Peyton Manning's first year, he threw a ton of picks. Yeah, and the team around him sucked as well. Exactly. So it's something they can they can build around. Also, Doug Martin looked really quick. Maybe a good sign is he's going to have a bit of a resurgence. Oh, might take him tonight in the draft. <laughs> um, 49 is 10, Texans 23. Second down and two with the 34. Hayne the carry. Hayne with a hole. Jared Hayne, nice cutback. Hayne looking for a little bit of clearance. And Jared Hayne fighting his way near the 10-yard line. A.J. Boyer saves the, ta- saves the touchdown. And in breaking news, Jared Hayne has just made the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Spot, I was wondering what you were going to say then, Rich. That was good. That oh, hole. No. I reckon could, I could have got 10 yards. You could drive your truck through yeah, that hole. I could have got it 10 yards. It was yard. humongous. I reckon there's four running backs in Gridiron Victoria, including uh, Vic Bowl MVP Jordan Beck, that could have taken that for a touchdown. He, uh, like, Yeah, it was a nice run. But the other four, for seven yards or whatever he got, were all terrible. He, also had, he, had, he had a good kick return as well, but... The only thing I'll say for him, and this is coming from a technical standpoint, and you'll agree with me, he looks so high and yeah. runs so high. And when he goes to stiff arm guys, which in rugby league would always work for him, it just didn't work. They just crushed him. I think it's, he's still a long shot. Yeah, if he can get his special team stuff going, the return helps him. They need to see how he can go as a, as a gunner and a tackling guy on special teams. Because, yeah, yeah, that was a good run, but any running back on the, on the 49ers roster could have done the same he thing on that or more. If if that was a even a backup running back at most other teams touchdown. in a in a is that a touchdown? Yeah, yeah, I think it like, is too. He didn't. He had the safety on toast. He should. Well, it's one on one. The yeah. back should win. That. The safety had no chance, and the safety got a hit on him, which saved the touchdown. Um, as I said the only other thing I'll say from that game was Mallet looked a lot better than Hoyer. Hoyer didn't play a lot, but when Mallet's in, he just, something we were saying with with Carr, he just has a big arm. I it's just, scary. If you play defense, week, it's scary. Yes, every week we argue this. Oh, Hoyer, he's you know he should get there. He's solid. Wouldn't you just take your chance with Mallet? You and I root for two things besides our own teams when it comes to football. We want interesting. Yeah. And we want watchable. Yes, Hoyer's not watchable. No, it's awful. It's like watching Smith at KC. It's horrible. Yeah, he, he, he had a touchdown pass, which was just a wide open wide receiver that went for 50-odd yards, but... Other than that, Mallet went 10 of 11 and looked solid. Every ball he threw, even off his back foot, came out hard, great spiral. I saw Hoyer try to throw an out at one point and landed five yards behind the receiver in the dirt. Yeah, yeah boo. He, he boo, just, boo, boo. He, I think they have to. And I, they won't, but I think they have to go with, with Mallet. Yeah. Well, it's more fun for us. Yeah. And hopefully we'll see more of it in Hard Knocks in the second episode, which has just gone live in the US. Yep. 
Chiefs 34, Cardinals 19. How sharp did Palmer look? Did you see his throw to Allington? Yes, I saw it. The safety behind, the linebackers in front, and he's dropped it through for a... It didn't end up being a touchdown. I don't know how it wasn't, but yeah, um, he looked great. The O-line also protected him really well. If his knee's good, they're to be reckoned with. I agree. I agree. They are a very good team. The The first Kansas City Chiefs stat... Smith threw deep. Yeah, and what happened? It was underthrown. Because he's awful. And then he threw a pick on the next play. He's a terrible quarterback. I don't think he's a terrible quarterback, but you could see he was really trying to shut up the Garraways of the world. I <laughs> want to bag him. And man, the deep throw. When it came out of his hand, I was jumping up and down. And then it literally, it felt so short, the cornerback couldn't even pick it off. So, uh, look, Kansas City are going to be, they're going to win games by their defense. Yeah. But they have to get something going offensively. So well, they brought a couple of receivers in. See if yeah. it matters. Macklin had one catch. It was a pretty nice catch. It was a real high throw, but other than that, he was a non-factor. Colts nineteen. The Philadelphia Tim Tebow's thirty-six. Yeah, well, the biggest story in the NFL this week is Tim Tebow, the fourth-string quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. Interesting, mate. I root for interesting. <laughs> yeah, true. Look, all I can say is after watching this game, let's hope Bradford can play. Yeah. How awful is Tim Tebow's actions? Oh, it it's makes me terrible. It takes forever. It's so noticeable. Even someone who's never watched football before, you could put two of them together. Any other quarterback in the NFL, I don't care. Take your pick. And you can tell how bad his throwing yeah. action is. And Sanchez Sanchez had a touchdown, but it was an awful throw that was brought in with a great catch by Aguilar. Is that it? Nelson Aguilar? Aguilar. Aguilar. Nef- looked, N- Nelson Aguilar. He looked good. He looked fast, along with Philip Dorsett from the Colts. Looked really good. thing I noticed about Philip Dorsett the most, he's just able to get separation and get open all the time. He's a really good route runner. Yeah, he's lightning quick and runs route. Andrew Luck looked awesome in his one series. Kenyon Barmer had a really neat 94-yard punt return. It was a really good play. If you want to watch that. And that's, sort of, that's exciting. That's, yeah. And that's what we it like to watch. To watch. Um, there's heaps and heaps and heaps to overreact to in the preseason. And, and there'll be a couple more games, obviously, and things will go on. But there's plenty there for, I think, most teams to get a pretty good feel. I think a lot of things were proven that we already thought. A lot of things were confirmed. Um, but there are a couple of injuries that we do need to take out of yeah. it as well. Yeah. Um, a couple of them were pretty bad. Yeah, well, Vikings right tackle Phil Lodeholt has a torn Achilles. We'll miss the whole season. That's huge for them. He is by far their best yeah, O-line. that's a disaster. It's a really bad loss for them. Um, Cowboys first round pick Although on Byron a quiet Jones. note, that probably is good for um, Yankee. our mate Yankee. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Cowboys first round pick Byron Jones has, has an MRI on his shoulder. Cowboys are already seeking a second opinion. Which has mean it was all bad news. I would say so. So there hasn't been any news yet. It'll be interesting to see. See what happens. Prashad Perriman of the Ravens yet to practice in the second preseason game. He's a second round pick. Expected to start this year, but as in, He's not he has not practiced yet. Victor Cruz knees one hundred percent and he's ready to go, which is really good news for the Giants. It is now this is bad news for the Bears. Now likely that number seven overall pick. Kevin White will probably miss the entire rookie season. Which almost guarantees that Fitzy will draft him in our draft tonight. Fitzy will we'll take him. Hopefully he listens to this tomorrow. Um, Julius Thomas, fractured middle finger in the game. He had one catch, tried to jump a linebacker and got blasted. I can already see the excuses starting for him. Oh, I'm a bit banged up in the preseason. That's why I haven't been effective. I think he's going to be the most overpaid flop of the year personally. Who was the guy who dislocated and broke his ankle? 
We missed. We've missed someone. Oh, Niles Paul. Niles Paul. Yeah, good get. That was horrible. Tied in from the Saints. I'm um, from the Redskins. Sorry. Really sad story because he is a wide receiver from college. He put on. 27 pounds. 27 pounds, like 12 kilos, roughly. Yeah, about that. About 12 kilos in one off-season, so he can become a better tight end. Worked on his blocking. He has looked absolutely great. Dislocated. He's done his knee, his ankle, and broken bones. Yeah. Uh, if he comes back, he'll never be the yeah. same. When he was on the cart, his mate came up to me. He was just in tears and said, you know, this was supposed, supposed to be, be my year. year. Yeah. Yeah, that's awful. That's, that's a sad story. stuff. Someone who's works. You, you see other guys who don't work hard at all. Someone who's worked so hard and misses out. It's, it's, it's sad to see, but it's the, it's the nature of the game, you know. Um, on, on a one This afternoon, so a real late injury. LaShawn McCoy has a groin injury, will undergo an MRI, no result yet. Here's hope he's okay. Yeah, and we just saw Rex Ryan on the TVs above us at the press conference. There's no news on that, and I don't nah. think we'll get anything for a little while, but... It's scary, though. They will not want him out. It could be an area. As he just continues his bad At least they have Fred Jackson. Well, Fred Jackson, did not matter whether CJ Spiller was in town or what? He always produces. He found a way. Always produces. Um, Coming up next, we'll look at Hard Knocks. This is Tom Hornsey, and you're listening to the SEN NFL podcast. First thing I took out of Hard Knocks was Bill O'Brien. He's awesome. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's fast becoming my new favorite coach. He'll never be my favorite because of Sexy Rexy. But he is close to second now. And have you ever... You know when some guy... People can swear. Like Mark Doyle, he can swear. And you're like, stop swearing, Mark. This guy, when he drops the F-bomb, it's not not frequent. But when he drops it, it's like, whoa. <laughs> it's, it's almost got he doesn't some waste power. Them. He doesn't waste He does them. not waste an F-bomb. He's outstanding. Um, I love his first speech in the coaches' meeting saying that no one respects us. We're 30 games below 500 for our team's lifespan. My favorite and they when disrespect he's... our quarterbacks. Yeah, that was my favorite he goes, And they say our quarterbacks are terrible. Well, that's because they are. The, the best thing is they, they say our quarterbacks are terrible, and you know what? I can't wait for one of them to prove them wrong. Yes, <laughs> he's still not sure who his <laughs> quarterback is. <laughs> that was great. Vince Wilfork, he cracks me up when he's playing basketball. He's just dropping J's. Yeah, he's, uh, he sucks at first. He, yeah. I, I thought he was going to be the worst player. To, like, I thought he was going to be terrible, and then his wife starts hammering him. Are you going to let these guys punk you and whatnot? And all of a sudden, he's just dropping them from everywhere. He's a big man. It was pretty funny because as they put the montage together, yeah. his shirt goes from dry when they start playing That's to just completely <laughs> drenched. I love it. Uh, Audrey shoots like three three-pointers in a row and they're double-teaming him. And he's like, you ain't let a double-team? Come on, you can't do that. They're not the rules. <laughs> he's like, he's just making up rules on the spot. And it was really funny. The, the number one thing I took away is that um, Arian Foster should get a new personal trainer because oh, his brother, brother doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, yeah. He knows my body, what he knows you always want to be injured. Yeah, and you always break down. I'm sorry. His brother, whose name I think was Abdul, he needs, I'm actually, I'm not man that racist either, that was his name. He needs to do the right thing by Aaron and let him and go get and get a real trainer. Training. Um, also, did you find the bit where JJ Watts out on the field and he's catching the balls with one hand and he's hitting, doing the moves on the bag and then takes his pads off? It went for like 10 minutes. I'm not doubting the guy works hard, but well, do you think it was a bit staged? Oh, well, of course it was staged, but I don't, I don't question for a moment that he probably puts that work in anyway. No, but it was, but it was bad TV. I did not need a ten minute montage no. of how hard he works. Yeah. I know how hard he works because I see how, I see him on the field. Yeah. What I wanted to see 
was two bad quarterbacks battling it out. It took them to 17 minutes in to discuss the quarterbacks. It was even later. Yeah, it was a long time in. Um, and when he was in doing the tyres and he's talking about the tyres and then he's sitting on the tyre, there's a 30-minute snippet of him singing a song. I can't remember what the song was, but I was just like... This 30 is minutes? 30 seconds, sorry. No, not 30 minutes. It's the whole show. Yeah, th- 30 seconds. And we were singing this. I just thought, yeah, this is getting... We know J.O. Watt's awesome and you want to feature him in your show, but don't just put him on for the sake of putting him on. Yeah. The other thing I really liked was... Um Bill O'Brien quizzing players like on the owner's name yeah, and the CEO and he is he walks over and goes, uh, who's this guy? And it's his teammate. He just has no idea goes, who it is. Uh, it's Sleepy. And they were on last and it, Bill O'Brien does not crack a he smile. He didn't think it was funny. He's like, this is Sergio Brown. He's been playing in the NFL for seven years. It was like, you know, respect these guys. Seven years in the NFL, what do you get? What are they average? Two and a half years? Yeah. The league yeah. averages. Seven not years in the NFL is an impressive achievement. And that's what he was kind of saying. He's like, you know, respect these guys and use these guys. A guy who's lasted seven years, ask him how he's done it. Yeah, you know? exactly right. The um, I think the biggest thing I took out of the show was the scrimmage with the Redskins. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. When Hopkins drops that ball. And D'Angelo Hall is a, a journeyman cons- hopeless player. He hasn't really been, he hasn't been hopeless. He's had an all right career. Don't rate But his mouth has all, he's always talked more than he's played, if that yeah. makes sense. And like, he's not even in the play. Hopkins gets a ball thrown a bit over his head and almost makes a really good catch. And as he's walking back, D'Angelo, um, D'Angelo Hall's just in his face saying something to him and all, all Hopkins keeps saying so, is, I fear guard boy. No, fear guard boy. only guard boy, just <laughs> over and over. Then it led to a Twitter fight a couple of days later where... No, 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 you've be- you buried the lead. Oh, no, yes. You, you, they came, <laughs> so they came up against each other, so D'Angelo Hall's playing D-back on Hopkins. Hopkins runs the meanest comeback route I've yeah. ever seen. And D'Angelo Hall just goes down, down like a bucket in a of bolts. screaming yeah. heap and does his ankle. And then he's, and then Hopkins is walking around going, I don't start nothing, I just finish it. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it's funny. Sensational. And what, what does Hall say? So then Hall messages him, on t- tweets him, saying, um, if, yeah. if, if, if the biggest thing in my career was was beating a D-back on a comeback when he falls down. At practice. At practice. I, I, I wouldn't be too happy with that. And, and then, then, then Hopkins comes back, tweets back and says, hope the treatment's going well. Just bang. <laughs> Game just over. Double burns That's him. it. <laughs> it was so great. But then the, you saw the last day, they did a three-day scrimmage with him, the chippiness in the last day. It was like skirmishes going everywhere. Yeah, there's one that actually didn't make the show but did happen was when Vince Pulfork, Pulfork oh, yeah, drives an offensive tackle back four yards in the backfield. The <laughs> running back runs straight into him and goes down. It was one of the most dominant plays from a big man I've ever seen. Yeah. Someone clearly said something when did, it all happened and it like just it. went off. Yeah, look, all in all, compared to last year, this one episode is better than the entire Atlanta series. Yeah, Atlanta were boring because they had a, a boring head coach yeah. and a boring quarterback. Bill O'Brien's got some real character. I like that. He, he And he's not afraid to be a, around the show. Like When Arian Foster gets hurt and the guy comes and goes, oh, Arian's pulled his groin, and he's just like, it's like damn. Uh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> it's, he's like, blue, get ready. He's yelling out. It's great to see. And, you know, when, when they're trying to get J.J. Watt offside and – it's a real competition. They finally get him, and as he's running the lap, they're all cheering JJ Watt. And um, who's who's the linebacker Cushing. there? Yeah, he's sitting there going, "Only JJ Watt would get cheered for doing that." Yeah, you know, it, all in all, really great first episode. Can't wait to watch the second one. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it because there's now some really good storylines down in Houston as well. Yeah, because you got the quarterbacks, you got the running backs as well. Um, 
you get the in-game stuff, which yeah. I think is the best part about Hard Knocks when you've got the the twos and threes, you know, the six and seven And the coaches receivers. just hammer them. God, they, yeah. they're so mean to them, but you have to be. It's professional. And you hear the play calls. You hear the guys up in the booth and someone will drop a cast and I go, that guy sucks. He's just got to go. Or, you know, someone will really impress them who they weren't expecting and they give them that really hard decision. Oh, when the guy does his knee, when they're talking about how good that rookie linebacker is and then on the kickoff does his knee. Plays his knee straight out. And you see him in the bed, he's just gutted. So if anyone's wondering how you get hard knocks, if you've got NFL Game Pass, you get it about three days later after it goes to the US. Um, Of course, there are other... Not so legal ways of getting it. It's not hard to find. We don't promote that around here, though. I'm Eric Wallace of the North Melbourne Kangaroos, and you're listening to the SEN Football Podcast. That just about does it for the show. Don't forget, NFL preseason continues Friday morning, our time. There's heaps of good games there. Um, all teams involved. Check them out. See those guys. See those battles. It's the really most enjoyable part about the preseason. Don't expect to see your favorite player because you will not see them there. Thanks for joining us. Actually, be- before we finish up, uh, yes, mate. I've got, 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 got a bit of a song for you. Okay. We are the champions. <laughs> we are the champions. Thanks, Chris. Well done, boys. Thanks, mate. For those who don't know, just uh, let everyone into what you guys did on the weekend. Uh, well, uh, our, our team, the Croydon Rangers, took out the uh, Gridiron Victoria Grand Final or the Vic Bowl. The over much the coveted Vic Bowl. Much coveted. It's been covered by us for a long time. It's been a long few years. Is this so your first one? It's my first one. Your first one. My second. Your se- which one was better? Is it like uh, choosing your favourite child? Well, or can you actually? I wouldn't know because I haven't got children. But uh, it, look, they're both really different. We were in 04. How long ago was it? 04, 04 was, the first was our one, last right? one. Um, the club's got a few others, but the first one I was in was 04. It was kind of expected in 04. We were we were pretty good. We were on a really big tear. We had a really good defense. This year... Um, uh, no one gave us a chance. No, I don't think anyone gave us a chance. No. The, the the Warriors were the class team all year. The semifinals were really good games. Um, the Warriors had to come back from two touchdowns down late against the Crusaders, and they pulled that out. And we had to keep a two-point conversion out against the Geelong Buccaneers with, what, about a minute to go? Yeah, a minute to it go. It wasn't also. much. Um, so... Both the teams who were in the Vic Bowl could, could have easily been the other two teams. Right. Um, but it was a great game. It was down in Morwell, City of Morwell. Uh, sorry, City of La Trobe. I saw um, the stadium. It looks good. It was Put a really good, good, really good It was. It was a bit far away, but it was a good, it was a good field. Worth it. Absolutely. The field was unbelievable. Yeah. Good, good surface. Um, also, the Packenham Silverbacks won the Division Two Grand Final over the Monash Only their second Barbarians. year in the league. Second year right. in the league. So Pretty impressive. A little disappointing. And from fourth. Yeah. Yeah, they did it from fourth. Um had a good win in the semi-final the week before against Bendigo. Um, so it was an awesome day. It had been a long time since the Rangers had held up the cup, so it was very satisfying to hear from a lot of ex-teammates and ex-Rangers um, saying how happy they were for us. Was there a lot of celebrating afterwards, especially with the uh, the ex-players? Mm. It, it was a good couple there of days. There was a lot of celebrating. <laughs> My voice is still a little bit croaky. I have noticed that, actually. I did notice yeah. that earlier on. It's um, Basically, I couldn't speak Monday. I couldn't talk, so that's just from me being an absolute moron and cheering too much. But yeah, I said, but being my first one, it's been a long time coming. It's it was really enjoyable. It's um, it's a sport that it's satisfying to win, and and all the people who play the sport will know that it's hard to play gridiron for fun because you kind of just get beaten up. 
So it's, I want to start playing it for fun. Now you've just turned me off it. Oh, you should go play fun. I'll give the Raiders your details because you're up that way. Um, but it is a tough. It, it's a hard game to play for fun, but it's a game you play for your teammates. Very rewarding. Yeah, if you don't do your job, one of your teammates might get hurt rather than you getting hurt. So um, for all those reasons that you know, winning's you know, it's very satisfying. Well, well done, boys. I'll let you uh, finish off the uh, the rest of the show now, Richie. Thanks, mate. For our producer, Chris Tyler, who continues to interrupt and is still trying to find us a sponsor <laughs> behind the glass. For my co-host, James Arthur, for myself, Richard Gower, you've been listening to the SEN NFL podcast. See you all next week. For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America. Bloody, isn't it? Yeah, you did. Hit me on now, baby.